Hello and welcome to the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Joshua Peak. Hello, everybody. Today happens to be Saturday, the 21st of September, 2019, and college football is in full swing. That's right, college football. Today, I was looking on uh, online, and it looks like Georgia is playing Notre Dame, and they're both ranked in the top 10. Pretty exciting thing. Um, I have, you guys know, if you've listened to this at all or watched me on YouTube or anything, Years ago, <clears throat> I cut the cord with DirecTV, and I've been happy not having them. Um, the one drawback is I can't watch live sports unless I can see it on an antenna. And I've used this janky-looking alien ET antenna in my living room to pick up, you know, my local stations, ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox, okay? And it's worked Pretty much without much problem, um, but let's face it, in today's climate, if you're going to watch college football, you pretty much have to have the SEC network or the ACC network or ESPN because a lot of the big games are going to be on the pay channels, and I don't have those channels. My brother, uh, the lovely, wonderful fellow that he is, uh, was using the Direct TV Now app and had allowed me to use his password so that I could watch college football. And uh, honestly, it was something that I only turned on when it was college football time. I was like, oh, yeah, where's that thing? Is it is it still working? Is the password still work? I don't even know if it still works. And I'd click it on, and, oh, look, there's the game. Cool. And, you know, I'm really appreciative of him doing that. Um, he didn't have to do it, but it was just, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the game. Just log in, whatever. So it worked fine, but listen, they're going through some things and they, they're trying to readjust some money issues and, you know, trying to cut back where they needed and they, they ended up canceling it, which is fine. Um, and I decided to look into what was available now because this was a couple of years ago. And of course, as technology changes and programming changes, local things change as it goes on. Um, I got a good friend of mine, Josh Treadaway, who lives at the beach and he's got some kind of uh, unlocked thing on his fire stick where he can get everything for free. Um, I don't know how he does it. It's pretty amazing. Uh, he's offered to do it on mine and I'm like, I don't know. I just feel weird about it. To me, it's sort of like, uh, sort of like the old days of LimeWire where everybody pirated stuff and, you know, at some point somebody got in trouble for it and then all of a sudden everybody's freaking out going, oh no, they're going to come after me. Um, I kind of feel that way. I kind of, I don't want to do that. I am sort of doing it with the Cody app, um, but I don't watch it very much. I just watch you know a movie once in a while because I'm too impatient to wait for it to come out on something else. But anywho, that aside, I decided to look into stuff. Okay, I live in Florence, South Carolina, and you know on all these websites that you go onto, you got to punch in your zip code because there's different things that are available in everybody's area. If you're obviously in a metropolis type area, you're going to have a lot more available to you locally. Um. I looked at Sling TV, I looked at Direct Now, I looked at uh, Hulu Live, I looked at, um, what else, uh, YouTube TV, I looked at all of it, and uh, Sling looked like it gave us a lot of options for watching 
some of the extended channels, but it didn't offer any local channels. You had to still use an antenna for that. And I thought, well, that's kind of a pain in the neck to have to switch between a service you're paying for and an antenna. And then, you know, what if the antenna's not working? Like locally, uh, here lately, if I hook up my antenna, for some reason I can't get ABC at all. I get CBS and NBC and Fox and that's it. I don't even know that I get NBC. No, I'll take that back. I get CBS and Fox and a bunch of other channels that nobody ever watches. Um, and I was just like, you know, I don't see the, I don't see that that's a benefit for me. So I decided, you know, all right, slings off the table. I looked at direct now and of course now it's not direct now. Now it's called AT&T TV or something like that, which I just read online that AT&T is trying to get rid of their direct TV uh, ownership. I guess they're unhappy with what they're with what the company's doing and they're looking at competition and realizing that they're losing money because their customer service is awful and everybody's leaving them. Trust me, I am on several of the Facebook pages where people complain about DirecTV and Comcast and you know, those are the top two that I hear people complain about the most about these services are awful. They overcharge, they don't, you know you call somebody, you can't get any help, they put you on hold to hang up on you. It's like oh, what a pain in the neck. And now there's so many other services out there that offer pretty seamless transitional type stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to get stuff to work um, with other services. I looked at Hulu Live, and for Hulu Live, it doesn't carry CBS or um, NBC for my area. So I was like, okay, well, that's off the table. Um, plus, it's a, it's a bit pricey. Uh, now with Hulu Live, you're also getting all of Hulu's content, which is, you know, movies that they create and TV. So that's, you know, part of a package deal with them. Um, and I'm not exactly sure, but I know that we've signed up for the Disney Plus that's coming out in November 12th of this year. Um, Disney Plus had a thing where if you sign up ahead of time, uh, I guess because we have the Disney points cards, uh, they mailed us a thing and said, if you sign up ahead of time, you get to save $80 if you go ahead and prepay for three years. And I thought, Jesus, who's going to pay for three years? But then we did the math, and it works out to where it's like $4 a month or $4 and some change a month. And I was like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and sign up for it. They're going to have Star Wars. They're going to have you know Marvel. They're going to have everything, uh, everything Disney creates, everything Fox has because they bought Fox. And probably, if I'm willing to wager, they're probably going to have ABC content and... Um, ESPN stuff because they own both of those as well. They're going to want to draw people in with everything they own. And since this is their pay service for Disney Plus, it's going to be just like Netflix or Hulu. You're going to have a separate icon on your screen. You click on and boom, you're going to be watching them. Now, <clears throat> I said all that to say this. Um, I decided you know, while looking at things that I'm going to go with YouTube TV. And I do a lot of stuff on YouTube. I'm a creator. Uh, it feels kind of weird to say that, but it's true. It's, it's the truth. I create. I, I put stuff online all the time. I don't have to, but I do. And <clears throat> being part of that community means that at times you uh, make how-to videos. At times you make videos of, here's our vacation. Ain't it cool? Sometimes you make videos of, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can somebody send me information on how to fix this? Um Sometimes it's videos on cooking or grilling or how to fix the grill or whatever. 
Um, that's just the kind of videos I make personally. Now, it also means that once in a while you get people writing you, calling you an idiot, and they're uh, it's basically trolls just with nothing to do with their time. Then write you and tell you how awful you are and how boring you are and how you talk a lot and blah, 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 blah. And I always, you know, try to think on the upswing and be like, yeah, just stick around. You'll be amazed at what else happens. So, you know, sort of sarcastically. Um, obviously, it's people who don't create their own stuff. And listen, it's easy to poo-poo on anybody's parade. And it's a lot harder to say, you know, I appreciate what you're doing. Great job. I had to talk to my wife about that because she was looking at YouTube videos and she wouldn't hit the little like button, even though she would watch all these videos and goes, oh, this is so cool. I said, hit the little the little thumbs up. You hit the little thumbs up, it's kind of like drawing attention to people going and saying, hey, this is a good video. I said, you, if you like the video, give them a thumbs up. I said, I don't ever do people thumbs down videos. I said, you know, I'm not a, I don't like to leave negative comments about stuff. I mean, if it's something I like, I'll write them and say, hey, great video. Appreciate the info, stuff like that. Now, I didn't say that to try and fish for compliments. I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. I don't really care. I'm going to make this content whether you guys are, are part of it or not. I would like for you to be part of it. But, I mean, the reality is, is I'm doing this for me because, um, I don't know, I call it a compulsion. I feel like I have a compulsion to do it. Uh, but I have a desire to do it. I think that there's a need. I think that there's a a, a void for my voice. And if I can somehow be a part of the conversation moving forward, I want to be part of that. Okay, that was really long-winded. But <clears throat> let me say this. I signed up for direct, I mean, for um, for YouTube TV, okay? It's pretty easy descriptions. When you go on to it, you can click on the, you know, try free, and it says enter your zip code, and you can punch in your zip code, and it tells you what channels are available where you live, and... I get all my local channels, I get all of the ESPNs, I get the SEC network, I get a bunch of football stuff that, you know, the Fox Sports and the CBS Sports and all this stuff that where I can watch football in my area, which is what I wanted. That's, that's all I wanted. And now I get it for $49 a month, and it's like a plus $4 for, you know, taxes. Okay, so 53 bucks basically. And right now I'm on my free trial. Um... I did it on my laptop so that I could, you know, because you know you got to punch in your, your, you know, payment method so that once your free trial's over, it starts to charge you. Um, a lot of people are uneasy about doing that kind of stuff um, because they're like, I don't want to be charged right away. What if I don't like it? It's a free trial. If you don't like it, you can go in and cancel it. It's pretty easy to cancel. There's a little thing in the settings where you can go on there and say, nah, I canceled the service, and you can cancel it. I mean, at any time you can. My plan, me personally is to do this through football season. And then once football season's over, I'm going to cancel it because I don't watch it that much. I mean, I'm I'm a Netflix person. I'm going to be a Disney Plus person. I watch Hulu. I watch, you know, a lot of things that are created for streaming content. I'm not a let's watch 10,000 commercials on mesothelioma or uh, Tide or some other crap commercial where they're trying to tell me that I need to buy their product. I don't care about that stuff. I just want to watch live sports, live football, okay? And I like how straightforward the YouTube TV platform is. It loaded on my computer right away. Uh, it says that it needs Google Chrome in order to play. 
um, which I had Google Chrome as a program on my Apple computer. So that wasn't a problem. I couldn't use Safari, but I could use Google Chrome. Easy. All I had to do was click on it. Boom, I'm watching TV, live TV. It's really convenient on my computer because I can scroll with my fingers and, and flip up through the screens. And as you're looking at your guide, there's there's actual um, shows that are playing like in little mini form. So as you're flipping through, you can see what's on the screen. So, you know, you're not just reading a title. You get more of a description. So anyway, um, I like that feature. Uh, hang on, let me, my wife's calling me. I got to text her real quick. Podcasting dot, dot, dot. That way she knows I'm podcasting. I forgot to turn my ringer off. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Anywho, um, so I use a fire stick in the living room. And if you have a fire stick, you know that if you open it up and look for an icon that says YouTube TV, there is not one. Um, I went onto the optional apps program to look to see if there was a YouTube TV icon that I could download. There's not one yet. I say yet because as long as YouTube's been around, they didn't get an icon until this year, which is weird. It must be some contract thing where they're like, yeah, developers don't really know what they're doing and we got to, you know, we got to have the software engineers create the thing for this platform and it's not really made for this platform, but we're going to make it and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure at some point there's going to be a legitimate YouTube TV icon. But here's what I had to do. I went on Google and I texted, I, I wrote on here, connect Fire Stick to YouTube TV. And right away on Google, the first thing that pops up is a very easy to follow video where he walks you through step by step, going into downloader, typing in a certain name for some file file something, company.com. Uh, you go on this thing, you click this, you click that, you install, you open, you click this button, and then all of a sudden, it all works. I mean, the video took me, watching the video, you know, texting it in with my stupid scroll thing with my thumb, because that's how the Fire Stick controller is. Um, doing all that, getting it going, was about, you know, 10 minutes or so. And I say 10 minutes because I hit something wrong and I had to go back and open it up again. And Anyway, now, currently, I have an actual icon. And it looks like a little red YouTube, you know, like the TV type thing. little square. And it says TV in the middle of it. And when I click on it, it automatically opens up into YouTube TV. And I'm on a channel. I can hit a button. I'm looking at a guide. It's, it's pretty easy to use. It looks really user-friendly. Um... I got this this desire to use them because we had gone over to our friend uh, Dan and Lori's house. And my wife had met Lori from going to the gym. They're about the same age. They have, you know, grown kids. And, and uh, it just turns out that we kept inviting Lori and Dan over to our house during the winter for cookouts and stuff. And they kept saying stuff like, Oh, you guys need to come over in summertime. We got a pool. And I was like a pool. I like pools. So they invited us over to go swimming. And while we were over there, uh, at some point college football started off and they're both Ohio state fans. Um, Dan pulls out this little TV from inside the pool house 
and we're watching Ohio State play Indiana. I was like, holy crap, how did you do that? And he's like, oh, it's YouTube TV. I was like, really? And I started asking him questions, and he was like, oh, it's super easy. Now, he has his run through a Roku, and I don't know anything about Roku except for the fact that it seems to work pretty smooth. Um, I don't know why we never went the Roku route, but us personally, we went through Fire Sticks. You know, we have uh, two right now. And they're not the 4K Fire Sticks, which I should have, you know, I should have updated once the 4Ks came out because it's a little faster processor. Uh, it's a little crisper screen. Um, but, you know, right now you can get, I looked online, you can get a 4K Fire Stick for about $34 and some change. Um, they're pretty easy to do, to set up. You know, if you've got an Amazon Prime account, it's real easy to get going. And, you know, it allows us to stream all kinds of stuff. I'm using it on a regular basis. Now, here in the office where I'm sitting, this is all behind-the-scenes stuff you guys probably don't care about, but here in the office where I'm sitting, I'm, I have a TV back here because uh, it used to be set up for my wife to get on the treadmill, and she could watch TV while she's on the elliptical or the treadmill. And um, I didn't have a Fire Stick for in here, but I set it up with a uh, Apple TV. Now, <clears throat> the reason I left the Apple TV in here and didn't replace it with a Fire Stick is the Apple TV allows me to stream content from my laptop to up there. And I thought, you know, moving forward, that might be optimal um, for the podcast. I might get to a position one day where this thing grows to the point where I can do something different with the television. I can somehow integrate the television with my guests. Like if we're talking about a subject, I can put it up on the screen, kind of like Joe Rogan does uh, with Jamie. Now, of course, I would need somebody to help me do that because I don't know what I'm doing uh, as far as balancing sound and cameras and, you know, all that other stuff. I would need a, a, an engineer to help me or I would need to be the engineer and let other people talk, which I've thought about doing as well. Um, I've reached out to a couple people who've talked about wanting to start their own podcast. And I was like, listen, if you want to do it here, we can set it up. I mean, we can schedule time. You can come over. I can just I can be your sound guy, and you can just hit record and talk. And or if you want somebody to go back and forth with, I could do that. You know, and um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens in the future moving forward. Uh, but I left the Apple TV in here just for that reason because it's real easy to stream from my from my Mac from my what do you call it MacBook? Yeah, from the MacBook to the to the TV. So anyway. Um, Enough of that. Let's talk about stuff I heard, because this is stuff I heard, <clears throat> and it's not just, you know, football-related or streaming device-related. Um, stuff I heard. Okay, Jay and Silent Bob have a new movie coming out, and they're going to be on tour, where they make physical appearances at different locations. My buddy Josh Treadaway reached out to me from the beach. Uh, he lives at Myrtle Beach, and he was like, hey, man, let's, you know, let's look at going to one of these. I mean, it, it might be pretty cool. Now, I don't think he fully understood what it was, and we later discovered that, um, but it was a thing where you can do a meet and greet with Jay and Silent Bob. Um, Silent Bob, of course, is Kevin Smith, and Jay is Jay Muse. Um, if you've seen Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, uh, any of the Jay and Silent Bob movies, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, they are going on tour for a meet and greet type of thing, and... 
for us, the closest location would have been Charleston, which they're going to be there on like a, I don't know, a Wednesday of, of the week in February, like middle of the week. And then the very next day, they're going to be in Charlotte. Uh, and then the next day, they're going to be in Atlanta. Or no, not Atlanta, uh, Macon. Now, Macon, Georgia, on a Thursday night, is about four and a half hours away from where I live. My buddy Greg lives about three hours away from there. And we talked about maybe doing a guy's kind of, you know, trip. Going there, seeing the show, visiting, you know, get to get to meet Kevin Smith and Jay. And um, and that might be pretty cool. But here's the rub, okay? It's expensive. They're going to upsell you on meeting them in person. And depending upon how long you want to meet with them, it's a little more pricey. There is a, you know, signed autograph situation where you can get a photo as like a hundred and something dollars, like $195. And then you get a one-on-one session for about almost $800. Well, I told my buddy, I said, listen, I, I want to meet Kevin Smith at some point And that would be pretty cool. It'd be really great if I could somehow do a podcast with him and, you know, he's into podcasting. He has his own podcast. Um, but I don't know that I'll ever get to that point. Plus, what am I, what am I going to say? I mean, I have questions about how he got started, what, what kind of equipment he uses, but it's all technical questions, you know. Um, and I'm sure he's answered those questions a ton of times on a bunch of other people's podcasts. You know, I like his writing. I like, you know, some of the stories he tells and the way he tells it. Um, and I think he's interesting. But also, I thought, you know, I don't know that this is somebody I can talk to for a long time. I mean, I'll just be honest. Years ago, I could have because I knew all of his work. But I'm an adult. I'm 45. I've got my own crap that I'm dealing with and, and have dealt with. And I haven't watched all of his stuff. I'm not a what you'd call a super fan. Um, I was years ago. But, you know, life moves forward and you lose touch. And now I'd just be that guy who's like, hey, man, I really like those movies and did a great job. So what's up with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, um, you know, I asked, I asked my buddy, I said, you know, how much is it worth for you to meet these guys? Is it, is it $200 worth or is it $800 worth to meet these guys? I mean, let's be honest. And he was like, well, he said, I'll be honest and I'll probably see the movie before then. He said, I didn't realize that it was a, they're actually releasing it in October but this is just the opportunity to meet these guys. Well, we're talking about waiting until February to meet these guys, you know, and see the movie. He goes, I'll have already seen the movie at least two times by then or three times or more. He goes, who knows? But um, he was like, nah. He said, if we're going to plan a trip, I'd rather do something like see a comedian. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm down for that. Um, you know, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle both released their special recently and Bill Burr's still touring because he's got new material he's coming out with. And there may be a Bill Burr comedy thing that we could do in Atlanta. And that would be really cool. Um, I'm a big Bill Burr comedy fan. And now my buddy Treadaway is too, apparently. Um, if you haven't seen Paper Tiger on Netflix, go watch it. It's hilarious. He takes a lot of premises and he says, listen, this stuff's probably pissed you off. He goes, I get it. But let me argue the point. Because the way his brain works, he's like, he's like, all right, let's pick a premise that everybody feels something about. And I know this is the wrong thing to say, but let me find the joke in it. Because there's a joke here. And he's right. There is a joke. You're supposed to take the sting out of the situation. You're supposed to 
look at things objectively from a different point of view. When I was a kid, it was always the the story of the Indians who said, you know, never never judge a person until you walked a mile in their shoes. Okay, we'll take a minute and think about people that you have opposing views with and actually put yourself in their position and think, what is their motivation? Where are they coming from? What are their fears? What's their motivation? If I woke up every day, what is my day like if I'm them? And that'll give you a different perspective as to how they look at everything and how they react to everything. You can't fully be them, but you can have a different perspective for sure. So anyway, we're going to pass on the on the Kevin Smith thing, but we are going to uh, do something. I'm not exactly sure what, but there's going to be something coming in the works for next year. Um, <clears throat> I watched a show on Netflix because I'm a Netflix junkie, uh, called The Island. It's the letter, the number I, or the letter I, Lind, which I think it's actually supposed to be the number I, like Roman numeral one, because they kept saying something like the one land instead of the, the I land. It's like printed on a thing, and they said it's the one land. And they went to some other place, and it was like the two land, and I was like, what? So anyway, I think it's supposed to be Roman numeral one. They never actually said it the right way to, to tell you this is what it's called. So I'm just calling it the island because it's I in quotation marks. The island. Um, interesting movie or show. It's a, it's a show. Um, looking at the premise of the show whenever it started to play, basically it's uh, these people wake up on an island and they have no idea why they're there or how they got there or even who they are. Their memory is completely wiped. All they know is that they have to figure out what to do next. And it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give anything away, but I am going to give something away. Okay, if you're into watching the show, just skip the rest of the, the podcast because I'm going to talk about this for the rest of the podcast. Okay, so the show started off really interesting. Interesting premise, interesting idea. Basically, this is uh, inmates who are um, in a program where they can redeem themselves. They don't know that until later, but they're supposed to, you know, it was decided that if they weren't in the situations that they were in when they were incarcerated and they had no memory of it and they just started over, would they repeat their same actions? Would they, be, would they be the same criminals? Would they do the same things? Or are they just a product of their environment? Yeah. So they go on a journey and they show you what goes on. Okay. I didn't really give anything away. There's still a lot of things that you're going to find out if you watch this show. And you're going to be like, no kidding. Holy crap. Okay. So interesting special effects, interesting storyline. Um... Not the best acting. I'll just say that right now. Not the best acting. I think they spent a lot on the story and a lot on the location, and the acting was okay. There's some that are better than others, but I don't know. When you queue it up, it says limited series, and I kind of get the impression that they were doing it. They went back and they reviewed it, and they were like, I don't know. We had a good idea. It was okay, but the acting is just not there. 
And they probably scrapped it and said, all right, we'll just release it as limited release. I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that's what's happening. So anyway, if you're into watching it, check it out. Just be fair warned. The acting isn't the greatest. Uh, there is some pretty cool fight scenes. Um, but yeah. Okay, so I didn't give anything away, really. I mean, I just, little one little nugget. You guys can take that and run with it however you want, but that's it. Okay. I'm going to wrap this up. I got some college football to watch on my YouTube TV, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having a Saturday where I can watch college football. Yay! I haven't had this, I haven't had a service in a while, so it's pretty cool. Y'all take care of one another. Um, appreciate everybody writing and letting me know that you're checking in. It's really awesome. Thank you to Josh Treadaway for calling me and giving me some some inside tips. He said he was streaming using iHeartRadio, and he didn't have any problems with any of his downloads, that the, the streaming service went great. So I'll be checking that out. All right. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening. And as always, remember to cue the cow. <laughs>